Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. Hey everybody, good evening and welcome to Foul Territory number 230. It is Friday, August the 25th, and welcome one and all to the show. We are back after... Yo, I heard a yo in the background. That must mean there's at least a semblance of a panel behind me that you can't see yet. But, uh, yeah, we had a week off last week. First off, let's say hi to everybody that's out there before we get going too far here. So I see Jacob S. in the audience, 223. You sure you can see him? I can see see him. I can see their logo, their icon, avatar, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but you can't see Jacob S. I cannot. I've never actually seen him. So you're lying. So So you started off the show by lying to your audience. Good job. This is all a facade. We're none of us are really here. Come on, man. This is, anyway, this this is the best AI I could come up with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's not well, real advanced. I guess we're yet. safe from the robot apocalypse for a little while yet. Yeah, I think so. Ah, Artak and Daughters is out there. Well, what the hell? You guys already know that obnoxious one's here, so might as well see him too. Uh, or I am I? Is this AI? Oh well. Is it live or is it Memorex? Is it live? Is it real? Check it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike White, 2A Advocacy, is with us. No sleep till Brooklyn, baby. Blitz is out there. Weston probes, at least some of Oklahoma's watching anyway. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Reloading from the hot pot stopped by. He said he couldn't stay. So if you're listening, thanks for jumping in. If you're not, then... Well, still, thanks for jumping in. Dale Pogue is out there. And Ozzy Orsborne is out there. Another panelist is joining oh, us. Guns and Barbecue is here. That's it. I'm out of here. I'm sure it'll still be a good show. I, uh, I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> We're just doing intro right now. This AI is really crap. <laughs> I know. Yep. Wait till it yep. conjures up a rich white or something Jeez. like that. Uh, Travis T is out there. Uh, okay, where's my little Mark safe from Skynet? <laughs> Woods is in the audience. Uh, there's a second Travis T who I can't reveal because he's on another platform. Well, I guess I can because it's not his name. Travis T321 out there on Twitch. Hey, so for you people out here. on Twitch, he's probably the only one on Twitch. So. I also want to acknowledge we have a new channel member from a couple weeks back, actually, Jason Stewart. And you're just now getting around to it? Jesus. Uh, that's for sure. I've had since he joined. <laughs> and uh, CloverTech is out there in the audience. Well, he says he's not here, but uh, the uh, channel I've met anniversary. Him. That, is, that is an accurate assessment. So... 
is he AI also? Because no, he's just short, so he's never really any place. Okay. Right. <laughs> you kidding? AI couldn't come up with that. <laughs> Sometimes they have sprites, you know, <clears throat> more like a bug. Little miniature parts of code. Anyway, let me formally say hello to my panelist, my co-host from the state of North Carolina. He's not only my friend, but he is the sunshine that brightens our day. He is the oracle of knowledge, the voice of reason, and he is obnoxious one. Uh Screw leaving the house. That's all I'm going to say. Should have stayed home. Yeah. Yeah, that... That can be a problem. Uh, you got to watch in front of you, and you have to watch in back of you, I hear. That was too focused on the little old lady who's just frozen in the exit to the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry that happened. Yeah. Uh want to say hello to another friend of mine from the Keystone State. He... Uh, he shoots, and then he cooks what he shoots also. Plus, he cooks stuff he buys at the store. And he has his own show called Enfy, the almost nightly or almost weekly firearms expo. Let's welcome Guns and Barbecue. Yo. <laughs> Yo. And that's a copyright strike. Uh, Clover says, AI, what does actually improved have to do with anything? Wow. Uh, Grouch Guy. 879 is out there. Rick Harris, a name. Don't know that I've ever seen Rick Harris, but he's certainly welcome. Welcome, welcome, even if I do know you. Ron 2A Matters is out there, as is Vanessa Kitty and Chad Kelly. The Chad Kelly? The Chad Kelly. Uh, Travis T wants to know, but does he shoot and cook what he buys at the store? Well, hopefully it's already... Ready to cook. Yeah, I don't depends know on how angry I am at, am at it. I guess if it needs tenderized. They they've got stores are all stacked with food with meat that you don't have to kill. Depends on how organic it is. That's true. No animals were harmed to produce this mm-hmm. meat either. Just magically arrived at the store, so mm-hmm. it's safe to eat. Yeah. And as we all know, that's really all we need to consume in our diets is meat. At least I heard that this last week. Uh, you know, if you just eat meat and, what is it, eggs and cheese and stuff, you don't intake anything else. It's a pretty much a magic cure for everything. That's for a certain couple of people who probably aren't in the audience anyway, but hey, right back at you from Gizzard. Anyway... <laughs> All the way to Branson, Missouri. Anyway, Rick Harris says he loves guns and barbecue. Hey, you got a fan. You got a fan. Uh, well, I kind of like him too. Uh, there you go. Uh, Chad is in for a few getting ready for dinner, then got to bounce to get some rest for work again tomorrow. Defense Dad is out there seeing gun people. Clover says. Hard to beat wild pig sausage with the stuff from the store. Just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. Stab won't eat his wild pigs that he goes out and shoots. I know. He just leaves them there. That seems wasteful. Mm-hmm. 
makes the coyotes eat them. And then he wonders why it. he has coyotes. In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, football season has started, so we may not see a whole lot of the gun snob because he no, attends was a good time. He attends the high school football games because his daughter is a cheerleader. So that's not why he's just thinking back to those glory days. Maybe he still has one year of eligibility left. He's <laughs> like, "Put me in, coach! Come on!" <laughs> I would I would pay good money to see that. Oh, I would drive down there for sure. I, I'd drive out there to see that. <laughs> they should have a like a like an alumni game or something like that and get snob out there. That'd be fun. Uh Weston oh, yeah. says last year's excuse was his son was playing football. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. his daughter's a cheerleader. Uh, Clover says, well, to be fair, Snob is from Oklahoma, so that is one. Two is anything over about 150 pounds to me anyway. Ain't worth the hassle. I like the ones more around 100 or so. I guess we're talking about hogs here and not cheerleaders. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, all, it all still uh, fits in. So, I mean, anything over 150 is Pretty much hassle. Travis Stevens, no, did he score four touchdowns in one game, too? He might have scored four times in high school. I don't know if it was on the field or not. Uh, Finstead says, personally, I prefer gun and Mexican food. Mm. Glover says, oh, and you do not want to eat wild pig meat killed when it is freaking 110 degrees outside. Need to be a cooler time to kill. Well, yeah, because that, that stuff goes bad before it even hits the ground. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fence dad just pulled into the garage. Worked late tonight. I remember work. I don't. <laughs> I don't miss it. Really don't. When was the last time that you were at Gizzard? Were, were you shouting, the Red Coats are coming, the Red Coats are coming? It was December the 15th, 2022. Kidney couldn't have kept his ass up on a horse. Couldn't have got his ass up on a horse with those little tiny legs. That's what they got step stools for, guys. Come on, man. Uh, Travis T said, nobody got the Married with Children Al Bundy reference. Of course I did. Nope. One of my favorite shows. Married with who? Married with youngins. Uh Gun Websites is out there, 19th thumb up. Good evening, Gizzard Gary. Thank you for hosting each week. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Clover says, for what it's worth, all you guys should be very appreciative of Gizzard. He should be doing other things right now, if you know you know. Hmm? Probably. But, you know, as I say, the show must go on. And... That being said, I want to let everybody know that last week we did not have a show because earlier in the week I was informed that uh, a member of my family, um, one of my nephews in San Antonio, had passed away. So we had some family business going on and obviously there was a lot of, uh, you know, family getting together and trying to console each other and stuff. So I apologize for not having a show last week. There's nothing wrong with me. Uh, um, I think you're being a little perf- 
premature on that. Nothing seriously wrong with me. Mm, again, I think you're understating the issues. Nothing that hasn't been wrong for some time. Okay, here we go. Fair enough. All right. Uh, R4 Mississippi Thunder says, Well, just got done getting a rabbit registered for fridge camp. <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know what that means. Uh, G Web says, question, what happened to your white t-shirt? What white t-shirt? Get wet. I hardly ever wear a white t-shirt. Usually it's gray. Usually it's gray. I donated blood today. Thus the American Red Cross trauma team blood donor. Uh, there's a bruises to prove it. Uh, so yes, I am now officially a gallon donor. That's a local blood drive. So why was it so dramatic? That seems, that seems excessive. Not all at one time, though. Oh, okay. They only allow me to give a pint at a time. He says, looks like it got blood all over it. Yeah, that's right. It was white when I first left the house, but it wasn't that way when I came in. I feel like if you're going to do anything in life, you should do all or nothing. Should. Yeah, I go down to give blood. I just said, take it all. Not using it. I told them they could take as much as they wanted to. They said, well, we're only allowed to take a pint at a time. It's like, oh, come on. Bend the rules. What? Oh. Ozzy says, I had temperature-induced anal glaucoma today. So hot I couldn't see my ass go in. I like it. Rick Harris says, I have a Savage Axis 7mm 08 just for them wild hogs here in, I presume that's South Carolina. Uh, Chad Kelly says, so I built my range right next to a creek that used to always have pigs around it. Not seen one in two years now. Lots of deer, rabbit, possum, raccoons, etc., no pigs equals no moving target practice. Clover says, just drop by the Jiffy Lube. They could replace it all for $39.99 plus tax. No, you got to get the, not if you're getting the uh, synthetic. That runs a little more. That's true. Although this is kind of a vintage model. I don't think it'd work with synthetic. <laughs> Yeah, you probably got to have that that thick stuff going in, like straight 30 weight. Okay, panelist number four is now with us. Let's oh, welcome God. my neighbor from the Show Me State and the host of Guns, Beer, and Therapy Saturday Night Podcast. Let's welcome Hillbilly Up. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? Doing Man. all right. How are you? Did you get the animals fed? Yeah, sorry about that. Running late, dug on it, and... For yeah, some reason, the hogs and yeah, <laughs> got it all taken care of. Sweet. Well, we're glad to have you. Glad to be here, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Defense Dad said I started training my new employee today. Only took three damn months to find someone actually willing to work. Crazy what people's work ethics are these days. Uh, it's been that way for a while. Nobody wants to work. 
I don't want to work. You want to work guns and barbecue? I wouldn't mind it. Oh, speaking of not working, let's welcome my my cat and channel partner, George Grayson. Cat has joined us. Ouch. And I'd really rather not have the closet in my shirt, but thank you. Well, uh, he wants some blood, too. Oh, he'll get it. He doesn't have to make me wait eight weeks in between tries. <laughs> so... Let's see what's going on. I do have, I got a couple stories that Obi shot me a couple weeks ago. They may not be real timely anymore. But, uh, I'm not real timely anymore either, so that's okay. Oh, guess I better start the giveaway tool before people start throwing links out there. Somebody's already been throwing links out there. Hashtags. Hashtags. Hmm. Well, help if I hit the right button. Where's my link to the giveaway tool? It's gone. <laughs> if you had a MacBook Pro, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, it would automatically come up. Will you sit still or I'm going to end you? Seriously. Get your claws out of my shirt, or I'm going to pull them out. Now, Abby Finnegan's out there, uh, anniversary member for 12 months. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah, come on. George is just saying, Dad, that's a trauma shirt. I'm just trying to cause more trauma. Yeah, I'm going to make him think trauma here in a minute. Ah, there it is. Giveaway tool. I found it. It was hiding the entire time. Okay. Yes, this is my first time doing this show. Okay. Episode 230. It's my first time. So. All right. Well, it must have been picking up entries because it already has three. That's pretty good. Uh, anyway. Let me try to open one of these links here. This first one here. This is from August 14th. Have we done this one? I don't know. Uh, upcoming Supreme Court case not about domestic abusers. I don't think we have ever. I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's share it and see what happens. I mean, All right. the audience will pretty much watch whatever I put on the screen. They may not stay. <laughs> they may not stay but let's take a look at this real quick here once again the upcoming Supreme Court case not about domestic abusers this from Tom Knighton at Bearing Arms the Supreme Court is set to hear another second amendment case and the usual suspects are already trying to frame this in a way to make people outraged if the current law isn't upheld it's all about presentation. In this case, they're pretending it's about domestic abuse. Few people are comfortable advocating for perpetrators of domestic abuse to have guns. So with the upcoming case, it's being presented as being about such people. Take this example. 
Should individuals subject to domestic abuse restraining orders be allowed to own guns? If you think the answer is a screaming obvious no, you haven't been paying much attention to the Supreme Court's radical reinterpretations of the Second Amendment over the past 15 years. The court will be asked to decide the issue in United States versus Rahimi when it reconvenes in October. At the center of the case is Zaki Rahimi, a 23-year-old with a history of violence and drug dealing. In December 2019, Rahimi beat up his girlfriend in a parking lot in Arlington, Texas, and tried to shoot a bystander who had witnessed the attack. Two months later, his girlfriend obtained a restraining order from a state court judge that prohibited him from harassing her and barred him from possessing a firearm. It didn't take long it didn't take Rahimi long to resume his menacing ways. In August 2020, he was arrested for stalking his ex. In November, he threatened another woman with a gun. In December 2020 and in January 2021, he participated in a series of five shootings in the Arlington area. Police in Arlington identified him as a suspect in the shootings and obtained a warrant to search his home, where they uncovered a 45 caliber pistol, a 308 caliber rifle, pistol and rifle magazines, additional rounds of ammunition, approximately $20,000 in cash, and a copy of the restraining order Rahimi Rahimi had fragrantly violated. All right. First, let's understand that there is no defense of Rahimi. By most accounts, he's not a good person. However, this case isn't really about Rahimi. It's about the law itself, and in that, Rahimi is simply the test case, not an example of all people who fall under domestic violence restraining orders. See, the writer assumes here that Rahimi is, in fact, guilty of domestic abuse and presents this as an established fact. Problem is, Rahimi was never convicted in a court of law for any such crime. Now, how is it, is it likely he committed the abuse, considering his criminal history? Most likely. Yet, issuing a restraining order isn't the same as a criminal conviction, and that's the heart of this particular issue. Restraining orders are issued all the time, often on some fairly shaky evidence or even none at all beyond the claims themselves. Even then, sometimes they're issued out of concern versus any actual threat. It's so common that many divorces where no domestic abuse is alleged still see both parties hit with restraining orders. Despite this, those same restraining orders strip people of their right to keep and bear arms. While it's entirely likely that Rahimi is the monster he was portrayed as, there are thousands of other people who have had such orders issued against them that aren't, yet they're also prohibited from owning a gun. For anti-gun folks, though, none of these people matter. What matters is that they need people to see Rahimi as a textbook example of everyone who gets a restraining order against them. He's not. All right. So thoughts on that? No, we've all heard we've all heard about people going through divorces and getting a restraining order slapped on them. Mm-hmm. Happens yeah, all I mean, the time. I could literally file the restraining order against Obi right now. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you do that. You do that, and I will beat you. That so statement from Obi right there would be enough for the judge to be uh, willing to grant it, too. Probable cause. <laughs> cool. 
But you know what I mean? Um, it's like so easy to foul one against somebody. Why? I mean, I don't think that should, you know, be so, for not being able to own own firearms. So the the problem here, first off, going back to what Obi said, we all know somebody that has gone through a divorce or something and had uh, some sort of restraining order filed on them. Um, look no further than the Fourth Circuit. There is a case in the Fourth Circuit about this very matter. And the Fourth Circuit said, no, this is unconstitutional. You can't take somebody's firearms rights um, over a civil matter like this. Because, and they, in the Fourth Circuit, they specifically pointed out that these um, restraining orders are often abused in situations such as divorce in order for one party to get a leg up in the divorce proceedings over the other. Hell, we've heard about, about cops who've had, who've been going through a divorce and their, and their soon to be ex-wife has filed a restraining order against them trying to get all their guns taken away and for them to lose their job because they can't have a gun. And restraining orders are—I mean, yeah, there, there's some, but that go, these go to the basic tenets of why red flag laws are bad, because they can file a restraining order and there's no repercussions for fu- filing a false one. Correct. Here's a, here's a good comment right here from gun websites: taking away the gun only is a distraction. It does not make the person harmless or less angry. The red flag law is a last grasp tactic to associate guns with negative situations. Exactly. So if you take Obi's guns away, for example, he's still got a Brooklyn crusher probably behind the seat. So mm-hmm. the I problem probably, here I is I sold enough of those to pay for that skull that I <laughs> broke with it, which I totally didn't intend to break. The problem with restraining orders is they're a civil matter. They're not legal uh, unless you were to violate it or something. Then it becomes a legal matter. But until you violate it, it's just civil. And with that, they're still taking away constitutional rights. Um, Now, with civil matters, it's just a preponderance of the evidence. So you go in, a judge hears one party, the judge listens to the other party. You guys might have a little bit of back and forth in front of the judge. And then the judge goes, uh, you know, what? I believe this party uh, a little bit more. And it could literally be 50.0001%. But as long as that judge believes them just to, you know, that much more, then you lose. So with that, you know, when it comes to a legal matter, it's supposed to be uh, the evidentiary standard is supposed to be beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. That That's not the case with a civil matter. No. The, the evidentiary, evidentiary standard isn't beyond a reasonable doubt. It's just a preponderance of the evidence. And that's a huge problem when you're talking about taking somebody's rights. If you were to go and sue somebody, that's another civil litigation matter. If you were to go to sue somebody and let's say I'm suing Obi, Obi, you owe me $10,000 because I say so. And we go in front of the judge and the judge is like, Hey, Obi, you do owe guns and barbecue $10,000. 
are they going to say you can't have any guns until you know you, you get give guns and barbecue that ten thousand dollars? No. Are they going to say you lose your freedom of speech until you give guns and barbecue that ten thousand dollars? No. Do you lose any other constitutional rights until you pay that ten thousand dollars? No. So why is it with this one civil matter you're able to lose constitutional rights? Because guns are bad, okay? And if you take the guns away from somebody, presumably, it's kind of like G-Webs. It doesn't render, you know, it's like that'll eliminate any possibility of them doing anything harmful if you take their guns away. I beg to differ. (laughs) They're just going to go out and get another one somewhere, you know, a stolen one or something. But that's why, story, why they, when you, more yeah. people are killed with hands, feet, and yeah. piss. Blunt uh, blunt objects. No, more people Baseball are killed bats just, and more people are killed with just hands and feet than than all rifle deaths. Yeah. Just hands and feet. Not even blunt objects, not not I'm just saying, like, there, there's and... all kinds of other things that can be yeah. used. Yeah, and it sounds like that case that you just read, what they were talking about, like, that guy, you know, I I like to hear more of a, you know, a story on him, because if I was to guess, he's probably had prior problems. Oh, he's definitely this. had prior problems. So he's... it's probably the prosecution did not do their job, you know, and doesn't matter anything about his priors or anything else. He was probably a prohibited person to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says, wait, because if you bring in, if you bring in his priors, to the Supreme Court, all that would try and do is try and sway the Supreme Court to be like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a bad person. And this is clearly why, you know, we should keep these out of the hands of people. That would be a terrible way to go about that. No, what I'm talking the, about is if I don't know, but there's possibly uh, he could have had a reason. Like if he's acting the way he's acting, then he probably should have been in trouble before or in jail. You know, the possibility is what I'm saying. So if that would be the case, um, he would have. This would have been kind of put to a stop before it ever got started. Because it said what he did it not only once but twice, I believe is what it's what you said. Uh, I believe it's true. Yeah. So like he's got caught <clears throat> twice. How many times has he done this before to somebody? I mean, maybe not with a firearm, but I'm just talking about being um you know, uh violent or something like that. So you know, it's hard. Well, to I said explain. he was involved in like five separate shootings. If you're talking about anything revolving around domestic violence or anything, that involves uh, the abusee reporting in the first place, which, you know, that that's a crapshoot. You're talking about people who uh, are in a relationship a lot of times. They don't want to, um, in their eyes, make things worse. They're afraid if they uh call in and you know report it to the police or something one because often you're living together so where are they going to go you know if they're getting beat by that person they may not have grown up in the 
best of uh, households in the first place. So they may not have a strong family to back them. Now that's not always the case, obviously. Um, Some people have a very strong family to back them and they just hide it. Um, But in a lot of cases also, they may not have a strong family to back them. So they feel trapped. They don't know how to escape because they just don't have anywhere to turn. So then they're like, Oh, if I report it to the police, you know, where do I go? I'm going to be homeless, things like that. So then they just put up with being beat. So to just assume that, you know, there could be this paper trail and the system was just letting them, uh, escape through isn't necessarily the case. It's just could be the case of, his abusees never reported it. Yeah. And I totally agree with you on that. I just, how many times do we hear on the news that, you know, finally they prosecute this person and come to find out, you know, he's been arrested like 25 times before that, but just let walk. That was what kind of was going about, you know, you know, we don't really know. So G-Web says, in my opinion, a way to make lemonade here is to focus on their single political agenda and their lack of awareness of the whole issue and appeal to the people the other side is trying to reach here. Yeah. Now, Travis T says, wait, loss prevent crime? Uh, Travis T says, put a gun-free zone sign on his porch. Problem solved. <laughs> Rick Harris says, only trying to take the law-abiding citizens' gun rights away. At this point, my big worry is Amy Coney Barrett. Um, She has not been voting the best as far as a lot of things have gone in the Supreme Court recently. So... Uh, at best, I could see a five-four decision, maybe. Um, on what you've kind of lost me here. The Rahimi case when this. Oh. Um, but then, uh, what's his face that is flippy floppy whenever he feels like it? That would always try and stick it to Trump. That uh, is eluding me right now. Um, not Kennedy. Was it Kennedy? I'm not sure. I'm thinking that's who it was, but I couldn't remember. But um, if he just decided to go towards the Democrat side on this one, we we could very well lose this one. Because, like I said, I, I'm not really sure I could trust uh, Amy Coney Barrett on this one at this point. Um, she. Uh, anymore i'm not sure either i I have not been impressed with her since she's gotten appointed um been very disappointed so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't assume we got anything to bag at this point seeing what i've seen so far yeah but i i mean at the end of the day it's really plain and simple with this, you know, one, all they should really have to do is go back to the Nicerpa v. Bruin decision and be like, is there any 
text history or tradition going back to the founding that supports this? No. Okay. Unconstitutional. But even then, um, they could test it further and, uh, Obviously, the government's going to say, oh, well, you know, bad guy, domestic abuse. But the problem is, again, this is a civil matter. And when you look at, look at it on its face, they need to realize, oh, this is a civil suit. Nobody's charged with anything. Um, and they need to keep it at that and not take any priors or anything that the guy did after into account. It's not about this guy. It's about the civil matter itself. Travis T says Roberts is the unreliable justice. Oh, is it Roberts? So G-Web says, so there is a violent person. The anti-position is take away the one item the antis are focused on, then end of story. As if that will reduce the violence... And not simply transfer it to another method. Exactly. I think that's what we're trying to say. here. Uh, it seems to be the magic pill for all the antis is take away guns and all the other ills of society just magically disappear. It's amazing. Does anybody believe that's actually going to work? I don't. I've seen where they've tried to do it in cities in this country. Uh one in particular, I believe Obi could probably tell us about that has not had the best experience with that. Washington, D.C.? Well, that's one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of a second choice. Uh, California. Well, it's not a city, but it's also applicable. Chicago. I mean, I'm batting a thousand right now. There New you York. go. Ding, 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 ding. New York. I oh, mean, you keep going. I mean, yeah. yeah. Detroit. Well, Detroit. I don't want to really name the country, but um, there is a you know a certain you know smaller country that they can't have firearms, but uh, machete is the choice of weapon by everybody. Gangs, you know, all have machete. Name, go ahead, name names. Don't don't hold back. Well, I mean, it. You can literally can look up videos, you know, online and like I, I these did, gangs all fight I each was... other with machetes and like all break-ins, people are killed. They're all done with machetes. All and I like they literally the make movie. them themselves. You know, I mean, and they're not illegal. You know, so I mean, if one thing's yeah. not available, it just goes to prove that they're just pushed to find something else. You know. Could be in England where they practically took the butter knives away from them too. You know, not practically, <laughs> yay long. Uh, let's take a look at another another article here. We've got a little bit of time, so uh, give us something else to chew on here. We're gonna speaking about other countries. We're gonna go to Canada where Canada's assisted violence death rate is 4.45 times the American firearm suicide rate. This is also from Firearms. And let's read the story. Gun control groups excel at lying and deceit. 
Thanks to their collusion with the media, they're also successful at spreading their lies far and wide. That's how they managed to keep support for gun control alive in the public. One of the biggest lies spread by gun control groups is about gun violence statistics. We have covered it many times here already, but it's worth repeating that gun control groups intentionally include suicides, which constitute between half to two-thirds of gun-related deaths, depending on year, to inflate the headline number for gun violence and gin up fear. It's also worth repeating that suicides are not driven by the possession of a firearm. There are a lot of methods available, and the decision to commit suicide is independent of the method used. South Korea and Japan severely restrict access to guns, and their suicide rates are still far higher than the American suicide rate. It is fundamentally deceptive to use the phrase gun violence when talking about suicide. How would phrases like gravity violence sound if someone jumped to their death off a tall structure? Or rope violence (laughs) if someone hangs themselves? Or water violence if they drown themselves in a lake? Turnabout is fair play, so taking a page from gun control activist linguistic games, let's talk about Canada's assisted violence rates. In 2016, Canada legalized euthanasia and assisted suicide, which I call assisted violence, under the legal name of medical assistance in dying. It allows terminally ill adults to control their deaths. Physicians can administer a cocktail of drugs similar to what's used in the death penalty to end a person's life. A couple of years ago, Canada expanded its assisted violence program to cover persons with disabilities and chronic diseases. Since then, the number of assisted violent deaths in Canada has been growing steadily. The Crime Prevention Research Center, CPRC, reports the assisted suicide rate in Canada is 4.45 times the firearm suicide rate in the United States. While there were about 3,839 suicides per year in Canada in 2020, there were 13,500 assisted suicides in Canada in 2022. With a population of about 38.25 million people, that implies an assisted suicide rate rate of 35.294 per 100,000 people. The total suicide rate is about 45. The assisted suicide rate in Canada in 2022 is about 4.45 times the firearm suicide rate in the U.S. in 2021, the latest year for both numbers. Even if you take Canada's assisted suicide rate in 2021, when the program is ramping up, there were 10,500 assisted suicides for a rate of 27.5 per 100,000 people. That is 3.46 times the U.S. firearm suicide rate. I was also I was able to independently verify the numbers using the provided sources. Out of curiosity, I looked at the total firearms mortality rate for 2021 including homicides and suicides, but excluding justifiable homicides, and found that it was 14.13 per 100,000 people. Using that as a denominator instead of just the suicide rate, we get, boy, that's a lot of math there, 27.5 divided by 14.13 equals 1.95. But that means 
is that the Canadian assisted violence rate is almost double that of the total Americans' firearms mortality rate. As the CPRC article notes, numbers have been ramping up. The number of Canadian assisted violence deaths jumped up from 10,500 to 13,500 from 2021 to 2022. Canada's relaxation of who qualifies for their assisted violence program will only drive the multiplier up in the future, especially as the American homicide rates are coming down even as gun sales are through the roof. Now, just to be perfectly clear, I'm not making light of suicide. I have lost family members to suicide, and I really wish I had been able to intervene before they took their lives. It just angers me that gun control activists exploit suicides to push your agenda. The suicides in my family were done using rope. Those deaths were every bit as tragic as suicide committed by a firearm. But for gun controllers, they're not disarmament fuel and can't be exploited. It's the same thing with Canada's medically-assisted suicides. They're somehow cleaner and nicer because they involve syringes instead of a gun. Gun controllers will not change their ways. They will keep praising Canada. They will keep lying and inflating the numbers. But this is a broader picture that every Second Amendment supporter should be aware of. Okay, a lot to digest there, guys. What do you think of that article? I heard somebody start to say something. So I just want to be clear. They're saying that the assisted suicide number is four and a half times that of suicide by firearm in the U.S. And it's not just per 100,000 people like by population density, but just by number alone, correct? I believe that's correct. Like that is just a staggering number. Then if you were to actually take and put that by population density um, and percentage-wise, that becomes a much more staggering number. No, I believe it was per 100,000, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so that would that would be a standardized number. Okay. Now, G-Web says no hanging zone signs could end this. Come on, Canada. I agree. Man, he also says not, if ropes were only sold. though. It's a medically assisted suicide. If ropes were only sold in three feet or less lengths, we could end this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travis T. probably has a comment of the day. Guns don't kill people. Canadian doctors do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to hang myself once, and I saw the sign said no swingers. So I was like, oh, crap. Can't do this now. I don't think it was what I thought it was, though. I want to say hi to Chicago Mike the Shooter out there in the audience. But, uh, yeah, that's some interesting. I was not aware that Canada had that law. Were you guys aware of that? I, I, I was they not. just allowed people to elect to have their lives taken, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a friend, a couple friends from Canada, and they said that they think the reason they did that is because since the uh, Canada, Canada has like free medical, that it's they're willing to do that because it's way cheaper. <laughs> you know, just uh, that's kind of morbid. 
yeah, kind of off them. Then have Why don't to you guys just kill yourself? The... Save us some money. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what he said. God. To say, is Oregon the only state that has assisted suicide right now? Or is it Washington? I know one of those Pacific Northwest states do. I just don't know which one. How come all these places that are offering assisted suicide are probably some of the most likely places you'd want to do it? I don't know. Uh, Travis T says Canada has been encouraging it. It lowers the cost of all social programs. Exactly. Uh, GWeb says we should have a legal medical option condemning sick and old to what other people want is effed up. We had Dr. Kevorkian a few years ago. Anybody remember Dr. Jack Kevorkian? I remember. You remember? You I remember. Yeah, and he was prosecuted for it. He was. Now, now the whole country is saying, hey, it's all right. He just go to Canada now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be probably pre- premier or whatever the hell the governor candidate is called. Well, I think. Grand Poobah or whatever. A lot of things are still considered uh, taboo in our country because. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole that's going to make people go, oh, but I'm going to say it anyways. There's the there's the religious factor of it where people are, oh, that's a sin. And, oh, that's fine if you think it is, but you don't get to impose those beliefs on other people. And if that's what other people choose to do, if they are terminally ill or something like that, and that's the way they choose to go out, that's their choice. It's a morality thing. Yeah. It, I, but I, I, I truly feel that um, religion uh, plays a strong part um, in laws like that not getting passed in our country still. It probably, you're probably right there. But Definitely some interesting things to consider. Uh, G-Web says, if you're old or sick, we should be free to end it. No, but we got to protect everybody from themselves. See, that's what we do in this country. Uh, You know. While we have a little bit of a break, I would like to remind everybody that today is Friday. And that means it is Free Patch Friday at GearWebsites.com. Now, GearWebsites is your source for every second matters. Gun Channels gear, MOID, and more. They have patches, stickers, and other items. And as I said, every Friday is Free Patch Friday. So, buy cool stuff at GearWebsites.com. But don't take my word for it. Let's listen to G-Webs, and he'll tell us more. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. That's right. 
So after this show, I don't know. I didn't see that G Webbs had a weekly 2A wrap up posted for tonight. So I don't know if he's going to schedule one or not. But if he doesn't, then as soon as this show's over, hop on over to Gear Websites and get you some cool stuff. It'd probably be well worth your time. He is building it now. Okay. Well, I'll just have to manually direct people over there. Uh, let's see. Got a. Looks like he's got a community post on his uh, page. So if you can see that link out there on the YouTube, click on that and you can vote for who's winning tonight. I don't know what they're winning, but uh, give it a give it a shot. Chris Winsett is out there. Let's say hi to Chris. All right, we have twenty two people out there in the chat, and. Uh, so uh, let's uh, go ahead and enter into the last phase of the show, which we call What Did You Learn? <clears throat> We're gonna, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Going to ask these for our panelists, what did you learn? And then they got a chance to I plug like whatever they want to. Me. What? Pardon me? Uh-oh, we lost him. Not everything is about you, snob. All right, so obnoxious fun. What did you learn tonight? I learned that Aubrey's doctor also has an old dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a nurse, to be fair. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for stepping on my joke, barbecue. <laughs> what have you got? What have you got to plug, Obi? Oh, I don't know. I got stuff and things, things and stuff. Uh oh. Yeah, you made snob man me look. It's hotter than Satan's ass crack out there, so I haven't been filming anything. I don't know. We'll get something going. Well, whatever you do, stay safe. Stay off the streets. Careful backing up. Yep. <laughs> Hate you so much. <laughs> Guns and barbecue. What did you learn tonight? Um, sorry, I just got distracted. I thought I heard my chickens. Um, crap, that just threw me off my game. Uh, I learned that Snob's, uh, Rugrat is a sassy little fella that's, uh, well, not fella in, in the sense of being a dude, but just, uh, just in a general sense of using the word. And, um, sounds like she gives him a lot of grief and I like that. Well, she should. Yeah, she's pretty freaking awesome. Good kid. So, what do you got coming up? Um, just been doing a lot of photo editing. Uh, been making a new Instagram page for just putting photos on. So, been doing that. So, you can do a lot of things with a photo to make it look different than when it was originally taken, right? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on what you want to do wait, to wait. it. So, wait, 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 wait. How is the blind guy photo editing? Continue. I'm just wondering if he had a picture of a guy who maybe some people thought was a little bit older than what he really is. Could you make him look younger? Um, I think that might be illegal. Uh, <laughs> unless like a doctor tells me to do it. But a because nurse. they have an old dad too, or a nurse, yeah. Oh yeah, or a nurse. 
Same thing. <laughs> Same difference. Where's my hey, okay. hey, hey, hey. I got a new camera, a new webcam. Does it look, does it look pretty clear? I don't know. I can't see it. Looks pretty clear. Hold on. Let me look make them bigger. Look real close, barbecue. Is it pretty clear? Did it not come with a mic? Oh, look, a bird. <laughs> Is that better? I'm going to put my headset on backwards. <laughs> yes, it looks much better. Yeah, th- th- them old dads tend to do things like that. All right. Well, thank you and thank Ubi, both of you, for being here. Let's go down to the bottom row and hill Billy up. What did you learn? Hey, I learned that the panel's not the only people that give snob crap all the time. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's probably true. All right, so what do you got coming up? I believe you might have a show. You might even have something else fancy going on on your channel. Yeah, yeah. Been putting out uh, videos about every other, about every day or so. Um, and uh, see, we got guns, beer, and therapy uh, Saturday nights at nine central, ten eastern, and. Um, we got actually a, a giveaway coming up. I think not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Uh, Garage guys uh, giving away a shotgun for uh, an entry uh, to help out Lakeview Outdoors, and uh, then I hopefully will have a big giveaway. I'm striving to reach a thousand subs, getting close. Um, and so, as soon as we hit that, we're going to have a big giveaway party. So, appreciate you letting me come on, Gary. I pre- I have a lot of fun here, guys. Thank you. Well, you bet. Thanks for being here. And by the way, oh, by the way, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to post a channel link for Hillbilly out there in the YouTube chat. If you're not subscribed to Hillbilly, go ahead and help him get to a thousand subs. There's a link right there for you. Yeah, thank okay. you. Uh, Snob, share that with your daughter since she won't subscribe to you. Maybe she'll yeah. subscribe yeah. to me. You could have just asked Snob to subscribe. He's got like 23 <laughs> yeah. accounts he could have done it with. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Sarge, what did you learn? I learned that Aubrey has the best taste by picking me as the favorite. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. And that it is a scary thought that Guns and Barbecue actually does implore. They, they, he actually uses a filter. That's the scary thing. I didn't think he had one at all. Right, right. You could imagine what it'd be like raw. Well, just wow. listen to his show. Wow. We're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> the awkwardness would be just incredible. It would. All right. What do you have coming up, Sarge? Uh, I just did uh, my video on the, the Swamp Fox Raider, which really does have the best reticle at all the prisms. Um, and in turn, I, I'd been putting off doing the video on the Challenger because I wanted to do the video of the Raider on the Challenger. So I did the Challenger video and I'm editing it. Getting it ready to go. All right. Well thanks for That's being it. here. Oh thank you for the invite. You bet. Last but not least, the man of the hour, the gun snob. What did you learn? 
I learned that I should have just stayed off of here. It would have been much better, probably. It wouldn't have been near as much fun. Yeah, I felt bad. I mean, you obnoxious and Sarge had to put up with Hillbilly and Barbecue, so I felt kind of sorry for you. Well, I appreciate it. So what do you got coming up? Oh man, I've been man, I've been just killing it. I've been making videos for once. I know all my all my fans out there are gonna find this hard to believe. I don't think I have any fans. But anyways. Everybody is gonna find this hard to believe. I believe I have five videos uploaded to YouTube right now. Three are still private. But but they will be out uh in the next week or two. Thank you, Clover. Clover says the anticipation of waiting on snub has given me PTSD. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Snub, for being here. And uh, so we draw to an end the conclusion of South Territory 230. And I want to thank each and every one of you for watching and or listening if you're on the podcast. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for all the comments, all the gorn. Thanks to the panelists for helping me along with this. And a special thanks to my channel members out there on YouTube for their contributions. Everything is appreciated. So we'll be doing this again next week, Foul Territory 231, once again Friday night at 9 p.m. Central. I want everybody to have a safe weekend. Lots of shows coming up this weekend. Check out your favorite YouTubers and uh, let them know you appreciate them being out there. Throw them some thumbs up, likes, comments, shares, and stuff like that. But everybody be safe. And remember that if anyone, and I mean anyone, tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.